Welcome to Our Tech Thoughts, where we get the juices flowing with Micah and Isaac. But today, we have a special guest. Noah Smith. He's my cousin, and we invited him on the podcast because he uh, knows a lot about Apple, and he was over at my house when we were about to record. With that being said, this episode is about Apple. So we're going to talk a little bit about why we like Apple, why we are okay with Apple, and then why we don't like Apple as a company. So we're going to talk mostly about the iPhone, but also a few other things about their other products as well. Micah, do you want to start us off? Sure. So the first thing we like is the ecosystem, which, of course, for people that love the ecosystem, the ecosystem in a short, brief way is more the fact that pairing wirelessly and that it just works so fluidly with each other. So, like, the Apple Watch can connect pretty much to your iPhone seamlessly. Same thing with AirPods and MacBooks and your iPhone. And, of course, HomePod with everything. So it's just seamlessly... Um, controlling everything when putting something down and then taking something up. So, The AirPods pair so well with Apple devices because like listening to music or whatever with AirPods and Android device, it just doesn't connect. But when you open a pair of AirPods with an Apple device, it just instantly connects and you're good to go. Yep. So next is hardware, more or less the iPhone chip. So... I have an A10 Bionic chip. There's also the A11, which is in the iPhone 8, and then the 10s, which is the A12. So what works so well that their hardware works so well is the fact that they use software and their hardware to the max performance to make it work so seamlessly. So actually, A12 Bionic is still actually better than the Snapdragon A55, which is in the newest phones. So I really do like where that is. I especially like that the Snapdragon 855 is the newer version, and the A13 is still coming out uh, later this year, probably in September. So Apple might be able to surprise us even more with their new chip that they put in the new phone. So moving on to their cameras, their photo camera is not as good, but we'll talk a little bit about that later. But their video cameras on their iPhones... Those are very good. They've been known for being the best video cameras on phones for a while now. They have great HDR, which is like, for example, when you can record a person like in shadows or something, but then you can still see the sky behind them because of the HDR. And so you can see the darker stuff and the brighter stuff all at the same time. And then another thing is that they have 4K 60 frames per second on some of the newer ones and then up to 1080p and 240 frames per second, which is pretty slow-mo. Most standard like DSLR mirrorless cameras can do 120 frames per second, and this is double that. Yeah, when he mentions that newer phones can do it, it's iPhone 8 and up. So if you have a 7, it can't really, but... It can still do 1080p really well, so. Uh, also, another thing that's, I feel like, super underestimated is the stereo audio that it's recording with the iPhone XS and models and that. It just makes it sound so much more full, and it just shows the high quality. Yep. So next is the iPad. iPad is considerably the best tablet on the market. Of course, Samsung and Google have their own tablets. Google isn't well known. Samsung kind of just isn't there. iPad is still the best 
especially the newer ones, the iPad Pro, you can have a terabyte of storage. Has 120 hertz refresh rate. You don't really see those unless it's on like computer monitors. Funny enough, with the 120 hertz refresh rate, our TV has that. We aren't sure why our TV has that, but it does. So <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then it has, of course, the H12 Bionic chip, Face ID. So it is really good. I really do enjoy it. Okay, so next we're going to talk about the efficiency of Apple's software. They are extremely efficient. Sometimes their specs aren't as good. Usually not uh, majorly bad, but sometimes it's not quite as good as the uh, Android phones, but they still have super fast and responsive software, and I just think that's a good thing to see on the iPhones. I feel like that's especially shown in like their RAM category. I know the newer phones are starting to push eight. I know one, I think it might be the foldable Samsung phone might have 12, um, 12 gigabytes of RAM. And Apple's only working with four in the iPhone XS Max. And it's on par or better with any like speed tests that are being done comparing the two. So next is that the fact that Apple is a huge company, it gives them the ability with sponsorship. So they can pair up with, of course, Project Red, which they were, which is a company that helps uh, with AIDS Foundation. So allows their products become red, such as their iPhone, and they had special things that could. So I really like the partnership there. And then it can have, of course, big sponsorships with athletes, Nike, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so um, next, Apple Pencil. So I've, I've used the Apple Pencil a little bit. My sister has one. And it's really nice just for, like, drawing. Or I know my sister uses it for notes in college. And she says it's, like, super intuitive once you learn how to use it. And it increases the workflow, like, drastically compared to having to tap everything on the screen because they have the special gestures uh, on the Apple Pencil. Yep, so now we go on to the okay parts of Apple. What we kind of don't mind, but is okay. So our first is software. The software is okay, but there is no customization on like Android. And sometimes Apple can have a little bit of issues. iOS 11 was not the best software-wise. It had a few issues in the row, but eventually iOS 12 fixed it. More or less the main thing is no customization. Where you can put your widgets or anything like that. Apps, you can't move them around. They have to be in a certain order. Some people like to put them wherever. So stuff like that. So yeah, the ease of use with the Apple Pencil. And that kind of goes back again to the ecosystem where it's just nice to be able to have something else to use that's a little bit easier to use. I think Apple is definitely better for like the older community because they tend to get confused with uh, all the menus. And I think Apple really makes that part intuitive and just navigating the iPhone is super nice on the iPhone though. That's probably one of the favorite parts of using my Android device because I love the ability to mix up the home screen like Currently on my home screen, I don't have anything on the home screen, so everything is just accessed by going to the full tile menu. But I just like using 
that version because then I can see the pic whatever picture I've worked on latest because I enjoy doing pictures. So I just use it like that because then I can see my pictures better. And some people fill up their home screen. Some people buy different skins that they can download. So I just really enjoy the customization of Android and Apple doesn't really give you that many options for that. So next we're going to talk about the camera. Um, and this is more of the photo side of camera. Apple's photos haven't been known for being the best photos straight out of camera. They're almost taken with like a flatter profile, which means the highlights aren't as bright and then the shadows aren't as dark. So they allow more room for customization in that aspect later with pictures. Straight out of camera, they just don't look like a finished picture. Whereas most other phones, when you take a picture, they add more saturation and highlights and shadows and stuff. And so the pictures look more final coming out of those. Sometimes um, they look way too overdone, but most times it looks just a little bit better um, than Apple's photos. Next is Face ID. Face ID is a great idea. I really like where it's heading. It can get definitely better in newer phones and just software updates. Software can, of course, make it a little bit faster and a little bit smoother. I think Touch ID is still a little bit better in the fact that there are certain things you can do. As in, if you don't want to pick up your phone and look at Face ID, you can just put your finger there and it's already in. And it's slightly faster. So that's what I prefer. And if you're coming from a phone that had Touch ID, you might see a little bit of a difference. So When the iPhone X first came out... Um, Noah actually got it and so I made a review video and one of the things I said in the video was we wish that it had the ability to have two faces in it like Touch ID does and then they came up with a software update and allowed you to do that so that was pretty cool doubt they watched my video but um, that was pretty cool just seeing things that the community wanted and then knowing that they did that so that kind of helps build our trust in them knowing that they will listen to the community sometimes. Next, we're gonna talk about, this is more with like the MacBooks and iMacs, and the fact that they aren't super powerful. They work very well for productivity. This mixes with the fact that the ecosystem is so good, and that's what makes them such a good productivity device, because they can mix with stuff that you're doing on like your iPhone, and then you can just pull that up and continue working on that on the MacBook. So even though the specs aren't as good for those, they still are very powerful and useful. All right, the next one is the battery. The battery is okay. The size is not always the best. I think Apple has gotten much better with their batteries, especially that you can now check your screen on time and how your battery health is doing. So I definitely think they're in the right direction. As long as they can do a few things, and you can also cut down on your battery life, so you can do certain things to help with your battery if that's such an issue. I'm wanting to see bigger batteries in iPhones and see what they can do with that. So I wonder what the iPhone 11 will do with that and see where that goes. I definitely want to see them add um, all dark mode or something similar to it, or like a always screen on thing where you can always see the display because of the new OLED displays that they put in the iPhone 10. Uh, I know like Samsung has it, uh, other companies have it too. 
and I just think it looks really clean. You can like see the time and everything, even if so, you don't even have to like turn it on if it's on a table. And the always dark mode takes advantage of the pixels turning off an OLED, so that would save battery um, in in that area. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to our story time. We're gonna talk about our favorite Apple product and which one you own or use the most. Micah, do you want to start us off with your favorite Apple product? Sure. So my favorite Apple product would probably, I'm going to go on a limb here and probably say the AirPods. I have a pair of AirPods. I love the seamlessness, and I think they work really well for Apple. If I was going to go back a few years, I'd probably choose the iPod because that's what I started out with, and I think that was a great innovation for them. And what I own and use the most is probably my iPhone. I have an iPhone 7 Plus. I use that every day. So that's what I use the most. What I would love to use the most is definitely my AirPods a bit more. But if I can get AirPods too, Apple, if you want to send me some, please do. So that's what I use and what's my favorite Apple product. Isaac, what is yours? Uh, my favorite Apple product probably would have to be the new iPad. I haven't ever used it, but based on the reviews and seeing other people use it, I've seen that it is a super uh, well done, like all the way through. It's just a really good iPad. So I'm curious. I want to try it sometime. So that's probably my favorite Apple product. The one I own or use the most is probably, I don't own it, but my mom does. And so that's why I use it the most, and that's probably the iPhone SE. Uh, I use that on the way home from school for a hotspot so I can see stuff sometimes around trips. So it's just that's probably the one that I use the most. Noah? Um, yeah, I also agree. The new iPad is really exciting. Um, there are definitely some flaws that they, uh, Apple could take advantage of, which we'll get into later. Um, but... I use the iPhone XS Max the most. Uh, I really like the size of it. Um, anytime I pick up a smaller phone now, it feels weird. It's harder to see like stuff. It just makes you more immersed, and it it just feels nice. Um, it's also just super responsive. Everything is high quality. Um, it doesn't feel cheap at all. It's all glass. I have to second that because... Um I use his phone sometimes and it's just, it's a super smooth experience. Like with my mom's iPhone SE and my dad's iPhone seven and then my Android the most. But every time you like click an app, it's like, okay, you can wait a few seconds and then it opens. But with the iPhone 10 S max, it's just like you tap it and it opens and there's really no, uh, pause. So that's just a very nice thing to have uh, super fast technology like that so that was our story time and our favorite apple products and what we use the most so now we're going to go into what we don't like about apple and the first topic is the home pod the home pod to say the least was not a horrible idea i like where they were going with it the fact that uh, smart speakers were becoming very popular i think apple tried to get ahead of the game and try to make something interesting but for what the price is, it's just not worth it. You can't really have a full-on conversation with Siri. And just the things that it can do and what Google can do and especially what Alexa can do, 
it's just not worth it for the price. But if you really do love the ecosystem and pairing it with your phone so well, it can work really well that way. You just have to be really in love with this smart speaker to get it. I feel like audience is more drawn to like the quality of the speaker. So like music people or people who want to listen to like podcasts throughout the house, the fact that it can, yeah, your phone can connect to multiple home pods and it'll play in all the rooms at one time. And the quality is like second to none, basically maybe like Google home max. Um, that, that's a very nice aspect of it, but like the smart speaker part, Siri, I'd probably rank that third, like Google One, Alexa Two. So, yeah, one thing I like about the, well, I guess not necessarily one thing I like, but one thing to consider is if you don't have Apple Music, don't even consider buying the HomePod because Apple Music is the only music service that will play through the HomePod. So if you don't have that, don't bother even trying to buy it so that's another downside of the home pod is the fact that it only plays apple music uh the next thing is something that i kind of like and that would be that there's no customizable mac parts so like you can't customize your mac once you buy it it's set in stone to what you have and so i think there's rumors out there coming out with like a modular device but i still doubt that that's going to have super customization abilities so we'll see where that goes now on to the apple brand in general apple in general is really expensive you can kind of definitely see that in their macs and macbooks for the price that they are and no customization you can probably make a windows or buy one for much cheaper and it would be better Apple is definitely for productivity like Final Cut Pro. That's kind of why the reason you would get a Mac or a MacBook is definitely for productivity. But you could make a Hackintosh that's better. So I, I really don't see it. And then the expensive part, you can definitely get some better things on Apple. That's why they're a bit more expensive. But you can do the same thing on Android for much less. And you get a different variety to choose from. This is kind of going back to the software and this just might be me I don't know if you guys enjoy doing this but I really love accessing the file system just to like search through there see where things are if I need to find a picture I'd rather just go into the file system and find it don't ask me why it's just something that I enjoy doing and with Apple you can't do that on my phone you can do that so I can literally just go into file manager and find every single file on my phone and the SD card on there. But with Apple, you can't do that. They kind of tried to do that with the Files app with iOS 11, but it it didn't really work. I don't know of anybody who like actually uses the File app that much. And then I'm sure this affects more people, and that is that transferring anything from the iPhone to a computer is a huge pain it's often hard to connect to things but if you want to go the other way from the computer to the iphone don't even bother because um you you'll have to like send it through email or something or find some other way to do it because they again they don't allow you to access the file system 
So you can't do that very easily and move it from place to place. One thing I'll mention about that is um, it's very difficult between computer to phone, obviously. But phone to phone, airdrop, uh, that's a really nice thing we should have mentioned earlier. Um, it just happens so fast. Uh, sometimes if it's a large file, if you have bad like Wi-Fi or data connection, it might go a little slow. But it's way better than having to transfer things through like text or email. And that again goes back to the ecosystem, which is one of the best parts of Apple. So moving on to photos again, this is like the bad part of photos, and that's the that with like portrait mode, uh, the edge detection has not been the best. Uh, they need to work on improving that. They've gotten a little bit better, but not very much. And then night mode is just don't try. And then the wide angle lens is, or they don't even have a wide angle lens, sorry. It's the fact that they don't have a wide angle lens because that's like all the rage now is all these Android phones are getting wide angle lenses, but then there's Apple who still doesn't have that. But there are rumors for the next iPhone that, that will have that. So next is Siri, just what is on pretty much everything, MacBook, iPad, phone, that. Siri is not really intuitive in how it works. It doesn't really have the best voice recognition. So you could say, hey, Siri, multiple times, and it sometimes won't even hear you. So that can be a little bit of a problem for people that like using voice recognition. And then it's incredibly limited. You can't really have a full-on conversation, especially with... Google's going way out there and especially going to start doing, hopefully, Google Duplex, which I would love to try. And just what Google is working on, Google is really into voice assistants. I think they're pushing voice assistants much more than Apple. Apple doesn't really put much update into Siri. I don't think that's something they really worry about as much. It's just kind of there to there if you want to use it. So that's kind of what Siri is. One thing that I really don't like is that there's no universal port. Like, they have a lightning cord and a USB-C. The USB-C is for, like, the new iPad and uh, many of the newer MacBooks. But lightning is still on, like, AirPods uh, and all iPhones. Basically, any mobile device or that that type of size or any older iPad. Um, That's kind of annoying especially since a lot of Android phones have USB-C. So right now, if you go to a friend's house with USB-C, like Android device, you have to always bring your own cord. It's, it'd be nice if they would just join everyone else in just going with USB-C, especially in their mobile phones, because that's the majority of what they sell, to be honest. Yeah, they're kind of going like half-Cs. Half Lightning, half USB-C. And they just need to pick one and stick to it. Because that's one, again, going back to the ecosystem, but that's just a major part of Apple, is that's like the unequals ecosystem. The fact that they don't have a single port that they use, like their MacBooks and everything. So I just wish they would pick one and stick to it. Another thing to go with the USB-C port is like on the iPad, it should open like, a huge variety of opportunities 
but Apple practically locked all of it. Like you, you can't uh, connect an external like storage. You can there's like dongles you might be able to use to connect SD card. Also, like no mouse and keyboard support like through USB C. A lot of it is U uh not Bluetooth now anyways. But the fact they don't even have that support is kind of disappointing for the iPad Pro. So next, they don't take advantage of the larger screen, especially on the newer models with all that screen resolution that it has. They don't use split screen like Android phones. You can't do Snapchat and YouTube on a different thing. You just don't have the ability to use the larger screen to its full ability. So... If they could add that, which they definitely can't through software. Software can do pretty much a lot of things like that. So if they wanted to, they could definitely use the bigger screen to its advantage and do split screen and different stuff with it. And that's that's another feature of Apple that I'm not a big fan of is the fact that they they make a lot of great stuff and it's very fast and they do a great job but they almost like lock everything for people to do off of exactly what they say. Again, going back to the customization, you can't customize things, so you can't do that. There's a lot of things like uh, dark mode, but I think they're starting to do that more. But like there's certain things that people can develop and make software for that you could download on your iPhone and use to... Uh, just make certain things work. So another thing I really don't like is that they aren't updating their computers or like innovating enough in their computers. I know uh, Apple, when like Steve Jobs like was founding it basically, um, they came out with like the first affordable uh, personal computer and with like uh, menus and everything. Um, so in that sense, they used to be innovating a lot more. And with each computer, it was like a major, major leap. Um, with their newer laptops and Macs, uh, they aren't taking as large of leaps. Um, I'd like to see them go out more and try new stuff, take a little bit more risks um, to try and advance like the computer world even further. So to end it all off, what is your thoughts? Do you like Apple? Do you hate it? Are you just somewhere in between? So I personally, I like them. I use a lot of their stuff. I don't own any of their stuff, but I do use a lot of other people's stuff that is Apple. And so I really like the company. I think that the downsides, basically besides the inability to customize things, um, and all that entails. I think if they did that, they'd probably be like almost a perfect company. So I think I really enjoy Apple and I like using their products and they just do a really good job with it. For me personally, it's the same thing. I use Apple a lot. I have multiple Apple products. So I think Apple is good. There's a few things that you can kind of tell you would definitely not like to see, but I definitely think overall Apple's a good company. Uh, yeah, I really like Apple as well. I basically strictly use Apple, not because I like hate any other companies. It's just the devices I have. Um, they're just always really simple to use. I always know they're going to work. Uh, if I ever have a problem with them, I could just go to the Genius Bar at the Apple Store and they figure it out or just replace the phone or whatever I'm trying to fix. 
I, I really like that aspect of them. So that's our thoughts on Apple. What are your thoughts on Apple? Do you like Apple? Are you more lean towards Android? What is your thoughts? So if you want to follow us, you can go to our tech thought on Instagram and listen to us. You can go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anchor.com forward slash our tech thoughts. And don't forget when you're searching our tech thoughts to make sure you don't put any spaces. That too. And that was our tech thoughts about Apple products. And thank you for joining us. Make sure to keep the juices flowing. We'll see you next time.